When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's kind of my second theory for why this is going on. And it could be both. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Fed has everything to do with the trade war slash Cold War, right? Because if Trump can get a lower dollar, if Trump can get some easier monetary policy out of the Fed, guess what? That's going to put pressure on China, right? China has been a known currency manipulator for a long time. Not that the U.S. isn't, but, but their suppressed yuan right their past devaluations of their currency have helped them as an exporter to the united states and so if we can devalue our own currency if we can uh, get a lower exchange rate with uh, the chinese yuan then yeah that's going to help out trump's case right and so it could be both theories uh, kind of intertwined but it's hard to say right i think it's a very risky strategy for trump to do this just to get some more rate cuts right but if it's part of a broader approach to this trade war slash cold war uh, as well as trying to weaken the dollar relative to the yuan as well as potentially some attempt to to get some extra stimulus for the economy prior to the 2020 election that makes a little more sense to me so that's my take on this and and, and of course it's totally understandable the markets reacted as they did today right gold which actually had dropped fairly close to 1400 right it's kind of some key support i think balanced right off of 1403 uh before then uh moving up like last time i checked 1445 right above where it was prior to the fed rate cut yesterday the silver not quite as high we saw that gold to silver ratio move up a bit to i think 88 89 to 1 somewhere in that range it moved up i don't know 20 cents right it, it had dropped i think briefly below 16 dollars. it's up around 16 20 16 30 last time i checked so but again this is <laughs> I, I don't think that the fed and and the fact that they're going to cut rates multiple 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 more times in the next you know six months 12 months is not going to be explained solely by escalation in this uh, this trade war or cold war, whatever you want to call it, right? That could play into it, but you know I stand by what I said yesterday, and that that that's that the the easing cycle is on, right? The rate cut yesterday was the first of many, and if this trade war and these tariffs uh, cause that pace to to quicken, well then so be it, right? Uh, uh, I'm sure Jerome Powell and company are, I don't know, I mean, is it crazy to think that he'd be happy about this, right? Because you got to know that, that the guy and, and the, the whole Federal Reserve Board would love to, to tighten monetary or, or loosen monetary policy, cut rates, and, and be the savior in, in a weakened economy or, or, or um, you know, a, a trade war or something like that, right? Uh, you got to think that the Fed does not want to get blamed for this next recession. But, you know, if Trump's going to come out here and say, I want a, a full 100 basis point cut, I want QE, right? And put those demands on the Fed at a time in which the economy is doing decent, 
uh, according to official data. The stock market's near all-time highs. Um, that's going to be hard to justify by any other explanation than saying, hey, this guy was appointed by Trump, and now he's uh, bending his knee to Trump. He's, he's following exactly what Trump wants to do. But if Trump comes out and says, bam, 10% tariffs on $300 billion worth of Chinese imports, and now the Fed says, hey, in the next meeting, how about we just cut rates again and, and put in the minutes or put in the official announcement that we did it because of uncertainties about global trade, right? Or cut, cut rates a full 50 basis points based on where the markets and where the economy and perceptions are at that point, right? Why wouldn't he be happy about this, right? It gives him an out other than just saying he's bending to Trump's pressure, right? So who knows? I mean, there's so many layers to this that, that we can't fully unravel because we're not insiders, right? I'm not. I'm just a speculator, if anything, right? Uh, but but those first two theories, I think, do play into this, both uh, the Fed rate cut yesterday, the hawkish rate cut, as well as this ongoing trade war slash Cold War with China. But to add on to that, hey, maybe this is just Trump uh, giving Powell an out, giving the Fed an out for starting the next easing cycle. Uh, but <laughs> I want to make myself abundantly clear. The next easing cycle is not going to save us, right? The Fed is not going to be our savior, no matter how much they think that they can do that or Trump thinks they can do that. They aren't, especially if we can get into an even nastier trade war or cold war with China, right? If these tariffs go through, there, there's no further negotiations. This continues to escalate. China strikes back, whether it's through... Uh, buying Iranian, more Iranian oil, right? Or, or you see it in North Korea, you see it in Taiwan. Uh, maybe they put up more pressure on, on Hong Kong. Uh, or it could be tariffs of their own. It could be rare earth minerals. It could be whatever. Uh, buying more gold or, or silver. That's, um, that's only going to make things worse, right? But even as a base case, right, if we go in a base case of this trade war not escalating or even easing somewhat, we're still headed for a recession and the Fed is still going to ease policy, cut rates, QE, whatever other crazy uh, crackpot ideas they have. And it's not going to be enough, right? It's not going to be enough to save the economy or, or save the markets, uh, stock market in particular. So that's the base case. And, and uh, the trade wars is only going to exacerbate those issues. And of course, silver and gold uh, are up today as they should be, right? Because more rate cuts... The sooner they come and the more they are in the next, you know, 6, 12 months, that's just going to further uh, contribute to the decline of the United States uh, dollar, right? So, anyways, thank you guys, uh, as always, for, for listening to this podcast, uh, watching this video. Uh, if you want to support me, first of all, I want to say you already have by watching this video. And that's, first and foremost, what I appreciate from you guys is watching these videos and giving your feedback but giving your feedback through the form of comments or even emails to me uh at w23matt at gmail.com those are great ways to to support me likes you know thumbs ups those help me out uh beyond that if you are a silver stacker gold stacker buying it through sd bullion especially through the link down below in the description helps me out especially if you are a new uh, uh, customer to SD Bullion. And then also I have a Patreon account if you want to support me on a monthly business. I have, oh, I think it's maybe 18 patrons right now that, that do just that. And I'm incredibly thankful to to how they uh, they come through for me. And, and because, you know, the truth of the matter is this is, 
a fair bit of work. I mean, it's it's something I love to do. This is my passion, right? But three, four, five, six videos a week or podcasts, you know, it's a fair bit of time, not just recording, but editing, uploading, uh, you know, writing tags and descriptions and, and, and also just staying up on all this stuff. So don't feel pressured to do any of that, but that is a great way to help me. Uh, beyond that, I'm just happy to have you guys here in the first place. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless. What a difference 24 hours makes. You know, it was just yesterday, right around this time, that I was uh, making my podcast, my video yesterday, regarding the Federal Reserve and their decision to cut interest rates by a quarter percentage point and then come out and say, and by them, I mean Jerome Powell, come out and say that this is somehow just a, a mid-cycle adjustment, that we're just going to cut rates here and somehow this isn't going to proceed several more rate cuts in the future. And, of course, I said that that's utterly preposterous, right? That his uh, perception, which it very well may be that, is is not lining up with reality or else that that's not his perception and he's just outright lying. Well, anyways, today it's an entirely different story. Of course, yesterday this relatively hawkish rate cut was uh, not good for the stock market. It was not good for precious metals. And, of course, the bond market kind of called the bluff and, and was down pretty sharply and, and, and the yield curve had uh, flattened uh, or inverted more in some cases, basically signifying that, no, we're, we're not believing this. Well, today we had two uh, fairly big uh, news items that, that impacted the markets. First, some fairly poor, fairly weak economic data here in the United States, which you know, the idea behind that is, well, if, if the economy is weak enough, that's a positive somehow because the Fed's going to cut rates or more likely to cut rates, which is ridiculous. But then we had a really big news item that we really saw a big uh, move up in precious metals. And that was uh, Donald Trump coming out and announcing an additional 10% tariff on $300 billion worth of Chinese imports. $300 billion. So that's a pretty significant round of tariffs. And these will begin be beginning... September 1st. And now, why is this coming up? There's there's really two different theories that I've seen pushed out there. First of all, of course, this, this tariff announcement comes, you know, about 24 hours after uh, Jerome Powell and company said, hey, we're cutting rates, but don't expect any more, which is not what Trump wanted to hear, right? Trump, for many months now, has been talking about how the Fed has been too hawkish, right? And, and he's saying, cut rates, start QE, we need to boost our economy. And of course, you know, most people understand why he's saying that. And that's because if the Fed does that, it, it potentially could lead to more economic growth before the 2020 election. And so one theory has been that he's come out 24 hours afterwards and announced these tariffs in hopes of causing the markets to correct in a large enough fashion, causing enough, maybe even, you know, damage to the economy, right? As well as fears uh, among consumers, investors, corporations, and of course, the Federal Reserve. So if he adds more tariffs, then the, the trade wars may ratchet it up and then the Fed's going to cut rates more. It's obviously a very dangerous strategy and not something I would endorse, but that's one theory out there. And I think that's a possibility. Certainly the timing would lend itself to that argument. However, I'm not sold on it because I think that this, this trade war 
is is part of what some would call, you know, the next Cold War, right, between the U.S. and China. This goes much deeper than just tariffs or some of the other items directly related to this trade war. I'm talking theft of intellectual property and, and many of the other issues that have been going on directly. I'm talking trade and economic uh, disputes between the U.S. and China. That this Cold War, this new Cold War with China, if that indeed what it is, has many other facets to it besides the economic and the trade components. I'm talking North Korea. Well, what has happened this past week? North Korea has actually launched multiple uh, projectiles, missiles, into uh, the ocean, which does not line up very well with uh, what the media and, and what certainly Trump has been saying lately about uh, restarting some, some negotiations with North Korea, right? That's a provocation. Of course, who uh, is, is North Korea's uh, protector? I mean, basically China, right? They're, they're kind of like the, I don't know, the not, not to diminish North Korea's military capability because I think it's, it's decent, but, but they're kind of like the, the bark and chihuahua on, on China's doorstep, right? Uh, or, or Shih Tzu or whatever you want to call it if we're talking more regionally. I think Shih Tzu's Chinese, right? Um, so that would be, you know, North Korea. And that's, again, just this past week timing, right? The timing of this announcement matters. But what else has been going on this week? Taiwan uh, and, and kind of ongoing disputes between Taiwan and, and China. U.S. Uh, continuing to back Taiwan, of course. Uh, Taiwan, uh, I think it was China announced a travel ban to to the country, uh, the U.S. continues to, you know, sail some of our ships in international waters in in the uh, strait in between Taiwan and the Chinese mainland, right? And that's all very recent, right? What else is is fresh in many investors' minds or people that watch the news cycle? Beijing, or sorry, not Beijing, Hong Kong, right? The dispute between Beijing and Hong Kong. Hong Kong, of course, being part of China uh, since since. Uh, the UK gave it up as a colony back in 97, but still has, um, according to the agreement back in 97 and prior to that, has more autonomy than, than just saying that's part of China. And so, of course, because of, of I guess, tradition, because of, of the fact that they were part of the UK and, and the, the, the British uh, Empire for so long, they have some more, I guess, what you'd call Western ideals, a little bit more freedoms and whatnot. And, and obviously, China, as of late, has been pushing back on that. We see this, you know, the big news story over the last month or two in Hong Kong has been this big extradition bill, right, to extradite uh, um, criminals or people that are charged into China, right, uh, for, for various crimes, which obviously has some huge problems because China historically has targeted uh, democracy supporters and, and any dissident within their own country, but also Hong Kong, right? People disappear when they travel to China or maybe even when they don't, right? So this extradition bill was a huge concern, uh, seen as, as anti-democratic, um, anti-Western, certainly pro-Chinese or pro-communist party. And so why would it be totally unusual for Hong Kong and what's going on there to not be part of this broader Cold War, right? Is it out of, is it such an out of the world um, possibility that the U.S. is interfering there somehow, 
right? Not saying we shouldn't. I totally support what those protesters in Hong Kong are doing, right? And I'm totally against what China's doing as well. And I'm not necessarily saying the U.S. should or shouldn't support Hong Kong protests uh, uh, covertly or by whatever other means. But again, if we're talking about a broader Cold War, not just a trade war, that the trade war is just part of the Cold War, that totally makes sense. And so that 